Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When we made our McDonald's spicy chicken McNuggets, you were praise hands emoji. Then we ran out, and you were streaming tears emoji. Now they're back, so you can be grinning face with sweat emoji. Order ahead on the McDonald's app. Break out the party hat emoji, because a six-piece spicy chicken McNuggets is just $2.50. And if that's not enough, try a spicy McCrispy or a spicy deluxe McCrispy. And if that's not enough, there's always the sauce. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From their pound-for-pound powerhouse of the season to their foot nemesis, I'm joined by Foot Weekly's most regular special guests to give out their Foot 21 awards in this end-of-cycle special episode. It's in two parts. This is part one. I'm your host, Ben. You're listening to the Foot Weekly podcast, made possible by our supporters, and out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, hello, and welcome to this special episode. Let's introduce our first guest, who, as it often is, is Air Japes FIFA. Hello. Hey, Ben. Would you give me the award for pound for pound most regular <laughs> guest on the pod? But no, happy to be back for yet another pod. Happy to recap 21 and put the bow on it as we head towards 22. Definitely. And if people are listening to this thinking, well... I'm not that interested in Foot 21 at all anymore, even a roundup episode, then there are plenty of FIFA 22 podcasts on the gameplay, our hands-on experiences. Richard, our next guest I'm about to introduce, uh, was there asking us questions. And uh, there's also the gameplay pitch note read-through for those who'd like to check that out. So plenty going on other than Foot 21 as we round that up here. But yeah, Richard Buckley, esports commentator and regular. Great to have you back. Thank you very much for having me. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure joining you throughout this season. Hopefully, can continue into FIFA 22. Yeah, but yeah. it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a very interesting episode. This because I think we we might be from differing opinions as well as we uh, round out the award show. Yeah, yeah. There are some interesting questions coming up. So uh, let's get to our next guest, who is Matt Foot Trading. Hello, Matt. Thanks for joining us across the Foot 21 cycle. 
Thank you very much for having me, Ben. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good year, and in the spirit of rewards, I'd like to uh, accept the award for best possession in the corner from the eighty second <laughs> yeah. minute uh, for the year. You know, I don't think anyone's really come close to that, so I'm very proud to accept this award on behalf of all the FIFA rats out there. Yeah, no, it's always good to have you on the pod because I know you know as we get towards the end that you're going to be able to see it out, and uh, it's going to be all right. So exactly, good. exactly, um, very strong in the, uh, the final <laughs> yeah. stages. Yeah, and from one safe pair of hands to another, Marcus Gomes. Melbourne City Pro is also on the pod. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, not sure not sure what I'll uh, take. Maybe like I don't know, most distance covered because I'm just so far away from the rest of you guys. Something like that. It's just not much not much <laughs> me. But pleasure to be on. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys say in terms of uh, categories that we've got tonight. Yeah. And actually, we're going to start off with pound for pound powerhouse of the season. We introduced Pound for Pound Powerhouse in this cycle and it's been really popular. The suggestions the listeners have sent in have been great. And so we'll start with some of those before we move on to our own. Neil here going for his Pound for Pound of the season as foot birthday Ozil. Very cheap SBC because of the Turkish League links and he ran deep into the cycle as a silky cam or false nine. Still holds up even with all the crazy cards that are out there now. Best card I've used all year. And then Gurkha went for end of an era Wayne Rooney, which makes sense considering how much he inflated the cost of fodder when he came out. Hunter went for team of the season Lucas Vasquez, versatile card. Soviet Neil says for the amount of games I played with him, for how long he was on the power curve, for how fun he was, and for what he did for my club, over 500 games slash goals slash assists. Player of the month, Shao Felix is my foot 21 pound for pound powerhouse. Uh, one Chobby Bolton goes for Robin, but playing him as a sub on the left apparently really caught people out and then Jody W went for Prime Essien out of the icon player pick earlier in the year unbelievable card and still competes after team of the season and even festival of football now I can't get through all of them but let me throw in some extra ones here very quickly L went for Marcus Lorente the various different versions kept pace with the power curve Lewis went for Inform 86 Rashford and CJW went for Future Stars Corella. And that is where I'll have to leave it for now. But it has been a pleasure getting your suggestions and uh, including them on the podcast since we started Pound for Pound Powerhouse. Thank you very much for your contributions. And let's hear our special guest, Pound for Pound Powerhouses of the season. Richard, do you want to start us off? I'm going to go with a player that was obtainable through objectives. Mm. And... He did drop off, uh, I'd probably say, like, towards the springtime. But in the early portion of the cycle, this player was was incredible. And it's actually Ryan Gravenberch, the mm. 82 objective uh, who came out in the milestones. I was using this this player for, for a decent amount of time, to be fair. Six foot three, you know, a big lad in midfield. He got the link as well to Robin, which was very important. You could link him with... The, the Dumfries as well that came out um, at right back towards sort of the, the back end of the year, if you still have in your team. He was just a really good player. He was free to get. He didn't cost you a penny. And I think he was the easiest portion of the objective as well. I think just score 15 mm. goals. So if you got someone who rubber banded, you could get 15 in one game. Yep. And yeah, I, I just really liked him. The, the squad foundations, uh, Gravenberch for me, he, he's a player that, I was hoping all year long he was going to get an upgrade, like mm. maybe a future star. He might have got a, a summer stars or whatever it was towards the back end of the year, but it just didn't happen for him, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a really good one, actually. Didn't think about that, but he's someone I used and enjoyed as well. Uh, right, let's move ourselves on. Matt, who would you go for here? For me, it's a very, very easy decision. It's got to be the showdown SBC Clive. Yeah. 
course. I know he was gonna. I'm pretty. I was quite surprised nobody mentioned him in the uh, from the viewers, mm. um, all the listeners. But um, yeah, what can I say? The the original fullback at centre back. I feel <laughs> that came in. What was it? Start of January was it? And he was yeah. around eighty thousand coins. Uh, obviously got upgraded plus one. Uh, with the the draw against, uh, I think it was PSV, wasn't it? So, yeah, for me, very good value. Uh, the original fullback at centre back. I feel that everyone had in their team linked with the flashback Robin that came out shortly. Yeah, it was after, like a week or so, I think. Yeah, out. really soon after. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of sort of four, five, one strong links going on there. But yeah, what what can we say about him? Ninety strength, ninety three pace, very good agility balance for a, a, a centre back style player. Six foot tall, you know, medium high, uh, high medium work rates. Not too bad, but yeah, what can we say? He was uh, the bane of many a weekend <laughs> league uh, throughout the, the January February period. Yeah. And he is my pound for pound superstar yeah yeah without a doubt no it is a really good one and one that yeah i was surprised that listeners didn't bring up as well uh marcus who are you gonna go for here? uh i need some time to think because that was my one i had cliver okay. as well yeah i used I this guy a lot would, uh, yeah i used cliver yeah. a lot um i even like had a situation where i had rykard in my team for about 400 500k and would sub him off minute one just to get cliver mm. a strong link well uh that is in my team yeah commitment so, uh, i'm just having a bit of a think right now yeah yeah japes do you have one my favorite well i don't know my favorite player but like joshua kimmick's team of the year card was insane but the the guy that i'm gonna go for pound for pound that sbc felipe anderson mm-hmm. the ucl card for me was outrageous and i could complete him for 50k i used him as a cm in a 433 i used him as an outside midfielder i used him as a box-to-box midfielder the car just like, and he just sort of like kept improving and getting to be better and better value as Porto magically progressed through parts of the Champions League, ultimately losing to the Champions League champions in Chelsea. Mm. So uh, for me, though, he, that card was outstanding. I did him on a whim, expecting nothing, and he gave me everything. Fought for the badge. Absolutely love that card. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good one. Marcus, have you uh, come up with one yet? Uh, I mean, the second one that I had that I guess isn't really an, a, such a like a, a niche player compared to everyone else is uh, is Phil Mendy left back. It's That card for me was hands down the best value card that I've used. <laughs> in FIFA in a it's long time and it's funny that I say that but like because obviously you know he's a very sweaty car that everyone hated come up against but I feel like I could play him anywhere across the back four um, multiple times obviously he started playing center back alongside that Kleiber card uh, but he was just unbelievable he had all the stats you needed the height the weak foot the stamina like good amount of strength where if you gave him an anchor he was very balanced obviously his defensive stats were surpassed as the game went on but he was just Basically, like the first kind of card onto my team sheet, besides you know the Neymar and Mbappe, and obviously the perfect link to Vran and the easy link to Mbappe just kind of made him a, like a dream player really on that left hand side because you just go four three three Mbappe left center mid Neymar left wing Vran left center back and he was just perfect. Mm. That's that's spoken like a, a true pro. <laughs> 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 yeah. But and I think I think everybody can relate to coming up against that exact setup at some point in weekend league, and you know probably is a testament to how even though more expensive for large portions of the cycle, like pound for pound, like yeah, what yeah. a monster he was. But to bring us back towards 
you know, perhaps not a pro, gold one warrior, perhaps <laughs> a lead three warrior. Ben, Ben, who would you have as your uh, pound for pound? Well, first of all, you know, if you're going to call yourself a verified player, I can definitely call myself an elite player. But <laughs> the player that I would definitely go for here has got to be the Acuna. I mean, I was trying to go for someone else. Clive is the obvious option. But he's just so good, the part of Gloria Acuna. And the fact he was once 400k is just staggering when you think how good he is. I'm not sure there is a better midfielder in FIFA 21. Uh, perhaps you can make arguments for someone like Hullet just because of his size. But to be honest, Acuna, you don't miss the size particularly. He's stocky. He's gone from 400k to 1.2 million. I don't think it gets more pound for pound than that, to be honest. So let's move on to the next question the next award and that's going to be your favorite promo from foot 21 there are quite a few candidates i'm sure we'll talk about the less favored ones in a second but let's start with this so richard start us off again which one are you going to go for i mean it's a tough one because if i'm going for me personally like for my own personal gain Mm. it would be team of the year because i packed multiple team of the years <laughs> and it were like oh my god my team's completely changed but i think for the sort of the the general player i would actually probably say the 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 recent sort of summer summer promos that we've mm. had the footies uh, as well like the amount if you're still playing fifa now and i know the the draft milestones and the objectives and all the new players have brought people back but the amount of top tier players you can get for quite literally just playing the game is incredible. Like that Atal is probably like one of the top five to 10 players across the whole game. Mm. <laughs> so uh, honestly, I, I would probably say that the, the recent footage promo is the, is the best promo, not only in terms of people enjoying playing with the top tier players, but also engaging with the actual gameplay. It's not necessarily a, a pack heavy promo. Really good suggestion. Uh, what would you say for this one, Matt? If I'm being completely selfish... It's got to be team of the year as well. Um, like Richard said, if you've been, you know, for for sort of a personal promo, I think, you know, I obviously did the, the team of the year pack project with all the spreadsheets that I'm sure people were sick of by, you know, the end of January by the time team of the year actually rolled around. But no, for me, that's that's got to be the, the, the one for me. I know, you know, there's a bit of debate as to whether the team of the years were a bit, you know, bit underpowered compared to previous years, but... There's still something about, you know, stacking a load of packs for Team of the Year and seeing that little blue flare that that hits a little bit different. So for me, it's uh, still got to be Team of the Year for FIFA 21. Nice. Yeah, well, and I think Team of the Year was particularly good this year, it has to be said. As Team of the Years have gone, this one felt like it did more than past years for all players, which I like to see. Um, Marcus, what about you? I think my favourite promo of the year was actually like the showdown promos, the showdown cards. Yeah. Not necessarily for my own personal gain, because a lot of the cards were probably like not strong enough to fit my team. Obviously, there were exceptions like Kleiber. But I love the interaction that it gave between real-life football and the game. Uh, it was really funny when I'd see like teams playing in the Bundesliga, for example, and the, first, the highest comments would be FIFA lads just like, please win for my so-and-so card or please win <laughs> for this card. I found it really funny. It was also just like a good, a fun gamble to have. They'd bring out the cards and you're like, oh, that card's good, that card's good. And most of the cards were pretty similar as well. So you kind of just have to go based off who you think would win versus who would want to win. Um, so I really enjoyed the, that showdown kind of thing. And I really hope they bring it back for 22. Yeah, yeah, totally. And as much as, you know, I love the Kleiber and the uh, Neres, 
the carer still haunts me a little bit because I used him for like five games or something, maybe like 15 games and that was it. So yeah, uh, which is how it should be in a way. Uh, Japes, what about you? I think I love that they introduced the concept of what if. I think that's Mm -hmm. a good concept that I hope carries over and much like Marcus is saying that you know, the real football element makes it so much more engaging. Like anything, to me, the promos that pull at your like heartstrings of either what's currently happening and happening in football or football nostalgia, those are like the best promos. And so I'll actually go with like in general, the flashback cards this year. Wow. I thought we're pretty solid. Mm. You know, we got early on, we got like a Sammy Kadira and an Aguero. And I've used, I did all of these. Mm. Like for for the vast majority, well, not all of them, but I did I did many of them, and you know, having those two cards, of course, Robin and Ribery as a Bayern fan was a big deal. That Tony Cruz card was really really good for a long time as well. That Coutinho card was amazing. Now I'm not saying these were particularly well priced all the time. Mm. Cards themselves though were really pretty fun for the most part yeah well also flashbacks had their first downgraded versions Mm -hmm. this year which with the ronaldo went really well and and the aguero too so that was interesting and then moving on to my selection i have to say that i was thinking freeze actually having discussed it on the icon roundtable where we talked about similar things it actually was not particularly popular at the time because it wasn't footmas but the players seemed to be used by a lot of people I got good use out for players there and the position changes that early actually really helped squad building in my opinion. But the one that I have to go with because it really, I think, hit home or did more for the game than team of the season and a lot of the traditional big promos and that's Path to Glory. Kept a lot of people interested. It combined nicely with something that everyone was engaged with anyway and uh, it brought that live element to the table but over a shorter period with significant boosts plus skill move and weak foot boosts so all of that stuff together tied in really well and i think it kept people pretty interested as i said at a time when interest tended to drop off and actually we did see upgrades to five star five star we could have even seen unfortunately don't want to say it again england and italy with five star five star players too so it wasn't quite as conservative the upgrade path as I perhaps initially expected um, or things worked out okay for the upgrades you could also add preview packs in there because that came out during path to glory but probably not really counting that as part of the promo as such Uh, looking forward to seeing what they do next year of course for the world cup and they'll have licensing for that you'd think or probably will Uh, they didn't have that for the euros which really didn't make too much difference to be honest so that's another positive from it right let's get into our least favorite then richard do you want to start us off again I mean, until you reminded me that foot freeze were actually decent, I was going to say foot freeze. Oh, really? so I, just, I just couldn't remember it. But there was one problem that came out that I thought could have actually been pretty decent. And if it wasn't for, I'm still going to say it with the worst promo, and it's uh, record breakers. Hmm. I just did, it, it was just not very good, was <laughs> yeah, it? Like it was we weird, got Mbappe. Yeah. That was it. Like, there was that there was that Van Dyke car that was like hardly an improvement as well and was yeah. magically selling for over a million coins. <laughs> like we got Mbappe and like you may we may as well just call the promo Mbappe because <laughs> we I think we got a Jamie Vardy that was very, very average. We got a Falcao, Carlos Vela, David Silva, Fabregas, mm. and 
maybe I think there might have been a Jaden Sancho as well. Yeah, there was, yeah. But it was just a... There was like six players that you could pack that came out. There was barely no SBC content around it. I think there was Rodrigo was an objective. That was it. And there was the the silver as well that his, his name eludes me right now. But it was just like, it didn't need to be a promo. Hmm. It could have just been, these are some players that have brought records and we're giving them special items. But like the way that we thought it was going to be a lot more, it was the hype that killed us. And I remember, because it, it came relatively early in the cycle. And um, yeah, it just, it really just wasn't very good. So for me, record breaker, the worst promo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's totally fair. The silver player, I think was Stoffelkamp, wasn't it? The, uh, this, yes. The German, yeah, yeah, with ridiculous long shots, yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, that's a good one actually. I think, uh, it, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. Some big boosts on some of the players though, like you know, Sancho got a massive shooting upgrade, but ultimately it was just really players impacts, and it was kind of a bit of a, a disappointment. But yeah, uh, Matt, what about you? For me, there's two that come very, very close to one another. First one's ones to watch. Um, I, I can't lie, we've had. I think there's only been two cards that have had more than just a a basic plus one upgrade or like a a one card boost. And yeah, there's so many cards. You know, you've got Havertz, Thiago, Sane, Tellez. All these cards that receive one to watch cards have not received any dynamic upgrades throughout the year. So yeah, for me, that's that's a a very, very bad promo. I think you need to look at perhaps revamping for next year, whether they give out more boots, more upgrades, more boosts, you know, they're a little bit more lenient with what it takes for a one to watch to get upgraded or they change the way they receive upgrades. Maybe it's like a what if style. I'm not sure. But the number one for me, without a shadow of a doubt, has to be fuck player days. We've had a two or three, <laughs> two or three years now. They sort of tease it for a day. It's out there for a week and we're all kind of left at the end of the week being like, well, that was fun. Mm. Was it? I don't know. What what happened? So uh, no, fuck player days, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what you are. Yeah, I think uh, someone was saying actually on the Icon Roundtable when we were discussing this, that actually not only is it not a good promo, it also devalues people's players because they go back into packs and people lose coins on their players. So it's a bit of a, of a negative on that front as well as not being that exciting. Marcus, have you got one? I mean, I, I really feel like Matt's kind of said the clear worst in terms of one to watch, but... Yeah, the one to watch was, yeah, once again, my shout. I was also thinking about foot freeze before you said it, but then the more and more I thought about it, it was actually pretty decent. I think it just kind of comes to mind because maybe there was a lot of players that maybe weren't so good, but there was also some great high-end players. So I think the promo I'm going to go for, I mean, it's like not really a big promo, but the Europa League cards never really got me hyped besides Ronaldo Sanchez. Maybe I'm missing. I mean, Sissoko was Mm. definitely hyped, but he was super expensive like Ronaldo and then there was Rashford I'm probably missing someone maybe Kubo as well but like Mm. overall I just felt like it didn't have the obviously same hype compared to the Champions League but this is definitely probably more so picking at straws because it's not supposed to be a major promo um, in terms of just yeah everything and obviously the cards still get upgraded and that Ronaldo was was incredible same with Sissoko he was pretty good so but in terms of I guess comparing to the rest of the promos considering what EA have done this year I think they've done pretty well probably just not as good as the others yeah yeah makes sense japes are there any that we still have left to mention it yeah i don't know if it's a promo or not but i'm so sick of those sudamerica and libertadores <laughs> cards popping out of packs like I, like i don't if it feels like it's meant to be a promo right like it's a different card to like a gold card and i, I don't know like 
either do something cool with it or just get rid of it, mm. right? Or just call them regular gold cards. Like, I don't know. If that's what they're going to be all year, like, you know, there's probably a partnership or a marketing deal that's like done on the back end that's quite lucrative for EA. And so it's done like this, but it's annoying when it pops out of a pack, yeah. right? It's so annoying. So that for me is just like a disaster promo throughout the course that's gone on, I guess, through the course of the year, if we're calling it a promo. I don't know. It just, hmm. it's the worst. It's the worst. It just feels bad every time those come out of packs. It feels bad when you're trying to do SBCs. It's just all of the above. I don't know, Ben, any, any left from you? Well, I actually think everyone's done the big obvious ones. Mm. But if I was going to go for one, maybe a little bit left field, it's not the promo as a whole because there was so much to it. Team of the season was what I'm talking about here. And it, it was massive in terms of its scope and its length. And there were some issues, certainly, in terms of the balancing of content across the weeks. But actually, consistently, I wasn't that impressed with the smaller team of the season. I felt like there should have been a nanny type player every single week in that squad, or maybe even a couple. But the quality of those teams was pretty average, and they had some okay objective and SPCs, but really nothing to get too excited about. And I felt that the great thing about those squads in the past was, yes, it was a challenge to get those players into your team but if you did you got good value and a quality player as a result and there are a few players that i can think of across those smaller teams that would have necessarily been worth your while trying to get into your squad and i think that was a shame as well as the inconsistency across team of the season uh, in terms of the quantity of content although i, I can't help but feel there was some other reason other than uh, the deliberate scheduling of content like that uh, that caused it but We'll probably never know. What we will know, though, is the answer to the next question asked by a lot of listeners. The next award we're going to be giving is for the best SBC or objective in this foot cycle. We'll be back with that just after the break. We all know Rivals and Weekend League can be a bit of a challenge. So many games, so little time, and so much of it decided between the years. We've been giving lots of tips on the Foot Weekly podcast across the season about how to improve your performance and tactics. But now I want to tell you about something that could help improve your focus and your memory of those tips. Did you know that your brain uses around 15% of your blood and oxygen supplies to generate all those neurological signals, despite only amounting to 3% of your overall body weight? And this is where Sun's Brain Health Supplements, which contain nine natural ingredients, including ashwagandha and lion's mane mushroom, can really help improve brain performance. It does this by providing your brain with the specific vitamins and minerals it needs to thrive, including circulation within the brain, which allows for more efficient neurological signals. How's your brain performing? Take it to the next level with this special offer from suns.co.uk. Use the code FOOT25 to get £25 off your first order from Suns. That's sons.co.uk and the code is FUT25. Thank you very much for listening to that announcement. Thank you very much for listening generally. Thank you very much to those supporters for keeping the pod going and let's give some more rewards. Right, let's get back into it then. Uh, Richard, start us off then. What is your favourite SBC slash objective? Ideally, not a player that we've seen in Foot 21. It's going to be controversial. And I can. I think there's going to be a lot of people who say I'm ludicrous. But I actually really like doing the icon swap objectives, okay? Okay. I, I enjoy the playing with different teams. I like that it's in foot friendlies. Other than the, the squad battle ones where you've got to like play with silvers or uh, 11 sort of argentine champions league players etc the actual live foot friendlies game mode where you go in with a, f a first owner premier league team and you you win six games scoring five goals or whatever i actually quite enjoy that experience 
the only issue is the actual icons that you get out of the icon swaps, there's nobody really worthwhile taking. So the the uh, 81 times 25, 82 times 25, the 83 times 25, getting those packs genuinely is like one of my favorite things to do because it's the best potential opportunity if you save those packs for team mm. of the season, team of the year, whatever it may be, at getting huge players. Like it's better than buying ultimate packs. It's better than buying whatever it may be. Those specific packs is some of the most mm. enjoyment I got all year. And there's a reason that people are still now still doing the icon swaps to get like the 84 times 20 and whatnot. So yeah, for me, those early portions of the, the SBC in the swap objectives is, is one of my, my favorite things to do. Yeah. I'm, I just want to jump in because that was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> like the the addition of because for the cat like and I was in many ways more of a like I'm by my, no means a casual player, but more so than in past years because I would play enough icon swaps to do the packs, and I felt like it was mm. a great use of time, and uh, like it allowed me to enjoy the game more because I had fodder for SBCs. I had the chance to get good cards out of a promo for really even hardcore players to like fill out their club, replenish their club and just have fun picking and choosing whatever swaps you might want to play because there was a reward that would be really, really, really worthwhile for just a couple tokens. Mm, I hadn't even thought about that being the potential answer for this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you let off with that, Richard. I had to jump right <laughs> in. I thought I was, <laughs> was going to be batting clean up here like, I'm going to drop some knowledge on everybody <laughs> yeah, here, but yeah. Richard, right off the top, good luck everybody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. yeah, I was going to say, that's a, a tough act to follow. Matt, have you got uh, anything even close to that? Oh, well, it's it's very hard to top that. I was originally going to say sort of like the new pack content in Icon Swaps and all them packs, but um, <laughs> no, Richard has cleaned that one up. So um, I think I'll go with my, my next choice, which it was between two. It was between sort of like the new draft uh, SBC token that was for 5,000 coins and all the mm. objectives that you can complete uh, in draft currently. I think I've seen so many people on on Twitter and on you know, socials uh, absolutely raving about this. They're, they're absolutely loving it. You know, the, the cheaper cost of draft, all the players in packs currently, it's very, very easy to to grind it for, for cheap and, and make good profits. So I think that's a, a very, very good SBC for this time of the year. Obviously, there's a bit of a debate as to whether we could bring that a little bit earlier in the cycle, but you know, the, the market implications with that are going to be obviously quite big. But um, no, other than that, I think Weekend League Plus objectives. I know it's probably a bit controversial. Hmm. Probably a lot of people don't really like them if, you know, you have to use specific teams. You know, it might make things a little bit sweatier if you're playing for extra rewards. But for me, I think the standard Weekend League rewards... I don't think they're they're good enough at the moment. I don't think hmm. they're valuable enough. So when we do have those weekend league plus objectives, when you can potentially get three extra red picks, it makes the grind a little bit more worthwhile. So it's it's definitely something I'd like to see more of in FIFA 22. You know, we might see a completely different weekend league reward system in FIFA 22. We'll have to wait and see. But for this year, I think weekend league plus has just added a little bit extra spice to what have otherwise been quite dull weekend league rewards. Yeah, that's a good one. And what about you, Marcus? I think for me, I'm going to have to go with the SPC. And it's not necessarily like a new concept um, at all. But for me personally, I know for a lot of people, like friends around me, the league upgrades during Team of the Year 
just seem to hit different in terms of getting your hopes up every single time you open a pack uh, for that whole promo. Uh, whether you whether you, and like obviously putting your resources into you know certain certain leagues or going for League One because you know they only have so many rares so your odds are better but you're just packing Verati and like Navas over and over again uh, or going for Bundesliga or usually going for Prem so for me it will have to be those league upgrades obviously during the Team of the Year promo I think during any other time like they kind of just don't have the same feeling for me. In terms of the previous two options that were said before me, probably probably much better. But I was just trying to pick something out of the bag here after after Richard absolutely yeah, smashed yeah. it. But I was just thinking of the best, <laughs> I guess, the best SPCs for me, and it was just reminded me of that team of the year promo and the obviously they weren't super cost efficient for sure, but uh, just the general hype that you get during team of the year. Uh, I'm just happy that they bring those out, and I wish they were also just more accessible as well. They weren't kind of um, like holding them back from us. I think they should just be always available uh, during the Team of the Year promo. Yeah, well, I was going to say for this question, actually, probably the biggest upgrade, if you like, this year has been having more player pick upgrades because I find regular upgrades without the pick a little bit of a, a bore to complete, I suppose, because I'm not someone who likes to grind the menus and the fact that you can do the pick if you're unassigned, the fact that you can uh, just go straight in and pick the player rather than having to go to the store or, or going out of the store and back into SPCs, I think it, it is a much more streamlined process and just generally feels better as a user experience. So I like that they've done more of those uh, and pick it players, obviously good for avoiding dupes and all those things. So that's been good. And I was just saying generally about objectives and SPCs have done really well combining uh, different players linked together. You know, we saw Ronaldo and Dabala released at a similar time. We saw uh, the Gravenberch, the Robin, and the Clyber. They've done that quite well this year, I think, in terms of those connections. Um, so that's been good. Uh, I did want to move on to talking about our end game squads because it's been something that a lot of people have asked. You know, what teams are we using and, and what are we ending the cycle with? Probably looking at the period just before footies because I know that's changed people's squads a lot. Maybe if there's one or two footies players in there, that makes sense. But uh, you can basically make a team that's ridiculous of all footies at this point. Um, so looking back a little bit past that, perhaps. Uh, but if people want to run through their squads fairly quickly, they could do or highlights might be uh, more convenient considering how long it could take. Uh, Richard, do you want to start us off? I mean, at the moment, I was very fortunate to, uh, from my seven wins in weekend league, uh, this past this past Friday and Saturday, get ninety six Neymar. So team of the season, nice. red pick Neymar is uh, very much enjoyable. Managed to get my hands on the Akuna, who's just a, a a joy to play with, and mm. um, I've been really enjoying using the end of an era Ramos as well. Just best centre back on the game. Yep. So they're sort of the the three defender, midfielder, attacker. That's the the spine of the team at the moment. Even in July, end of July, I'm I'm still enjoying playing FIFA. Uh, and this time last year, I, I wasn't able to say that. So mm -hmm. credit to to EA for releasing the content that's been uh, been keeping me engaged. Nice. Uh, who's been in the team the longest, actually? Uh, that think? would be probably Bruno Fernandez. Mm. Uh, the team of the year, of course, Bruno. Yeah, yeah. I think he's coming up on 800 games now. Wow. So. Yeah, Bruno Fernandes has been the captain leader legend, shall we say, yeah, of the yeah. team, taking us into weekend league, week in, week out, and uh, hoping, I doubt I'll get it, but the, the the aim was to get a thousand games on him before the cycle finishes. Nice, yeah, you're not too far away, actually. And uh, Matt, let's move on to you. Who are you putting out there as 
your endgame team? Well, I'm still scarred by uh, by the Euros, and I'm still rocking the uh, the coming home 2022 team that I've now named it that features eight <laughs> English players. Nice. And well, we couldn't we couldn't get a Maguire and Stones combination in the end, so I've got that uh, that 98 Ramos and uh, 95 Varane in there with a Courtois link. So it's it's mainly an English team with a couple of good uh, defenders, but uh, no, in there. The 98 Foden for me has just, it's probably, he's probably my favourite card this year. He's absolutely incredible in that cam position. You've got mm. that 96 Summer Stars Sterling. So obviously the five star, five star. But yeah, no, I've just, I've really enjoyed it. And over the Euros with, you know, the summer we had, obviously we didn't get the the result we wanted in the final, but it's been so fun just using and having that uh, connection with real world football. You know that that Declan Rice Calvin Phillips duo in midfield. It's been it's been something to watch this summer, and I've enjoyed playing with it in games. So hopefully next year it'll come home. Um, but we're we're rocking the England team still for this year. Yeah, yeah, that's something certainly new. I don't think that's been possible towards the end of a cycle before to have a you know properly competitive England team. And I think it's the case for quite a few other bigger nations as well who've competed in these tournaments, which is good to see. Um, yeah, what about you, Marcus? Uh, I think the players I've been using recently, uh, my favorite one, actually, a bit of a choice, Firmino, yeah, his new 99 card. I loved his foot freeze uh, card. Absolutely loved it. So it was kind of a no-brainer to try and pick this one up and give him a go. And as expected, his... Is really really good, really really fun. Um, and then I guess, I guess the two others, uh, Akuna was obviously mentioned. Uh, I've been having a bit of fun with Eden Hazard as well. Obviously, he doesn't have the five star skills or weak foot. That would be the ultimate meta. Uh, but I've always loved the way Hazard moves on FIFA, uh, and his special cards mm. are once again no different. And I think the last one, who I picked up early on when he came out, kind of overpaid, but I just kind of. Kept him because of just the lack of coins now. Uh, Verratti, I've really enjoyed his card in midfield. Um, probably not like the meta in terms of like how big he is and just general, I guess, size. But I mean, the five star, five star midfield, I just being able to just twist and turn with him and uh, just play those passes and kind of trying to just control the game has been really enjoyable. So I think those three, probably not the most popular players now in terms of an end game, end game team, but I'm just trying to have a bit of fun and try it some different players. I think the only player that kind of had stuck around the whole season, but I just got rid of him kind of recently was that Timmy Mbappe. But uh, he's been gone for a good amount of time now. But in terms of the whole whole fever cycle, he was probably probably deserves a mention in terms mm. of my end game team because he's basically been my team for for months on end. Nice. And uh, we move on to finally Japes. Yeah. So <laughs> as I've said, I haven't been playing a ton of FIFA lately, but I do want to point out that in my team for many Many matches. I have the prime Rude Hullet and the mid Ronaldinho, who I packed out of mm. Icon SBCs at one point. And those guys have been a blast. But other than that, the team of the year, uh, which moved to then team of the season, Joshua Kimmich card. If I could have 11 of him in the squad, I think I would do it. And he's just been uh, such like a, a constant and a, a staple I suppose of my squad and then uh, I've still used you know Neuer Tapsoba I don't think my my squad is up to perhaps like the past month worth of FIFA in terms of you know what's hot and what's not but those are the players that I've I've really enjoyed this wait, year wait wait you packed Ronaldinho and Hullet what I, I didn't hear about that <laughs> uh, talking of Ronaldinho the big thing for me was getting hold of the moments Ronaldinho on a Road to Glory being able to afford him 
I was concerned actually because he stayed extremely high for a long time. I mean, he was like 15 mil, dropped like 10, but he stayed at 10 into team. I think even not long before team of the season or around team of the season, he was like 10 mil. So I was slightly concerned, but eventually bought him. I think it was 7.6. A couple of weeks later, he was like five, which is fantastic. But I did get him and that was the point. And I thought I wouldn't necessarily have the best squad around him because of how how expensive he'd be. But actually, uh, the team I've got, I'll, I'll run through, is still pretty strong. And partly in thanks to... Uh, the uh, recent promos being quite generous, I suppose. And I played what will probably be my last proper weekend league last weekend with the team just to kind of give it a send-off. Um, so I, I kept Carlos Alberto in because he's the 90 version that I got out of um, an SBC, an Icon SBC, you know, early in the cycle. And he's just been amazing. And I, I couldn't really take him out. He's just a club legend, just so solid. And then I got Edda Militao, the path to glory, who's phenomenal. End of an era Ramos, as Richard said, the best centre-back in the game. The foot birthday, Mendy, who I got untradeable and has been actually really good and five-star, five-star. Akuna, who as people have said is amazing. Same with Verratti, both part of the glories. Uh, the Ronaldinho and then uh, Red foot champs, Di Maria, the team of the season, just because it's nice to have a team of the season. Red in there. Uh, Atal Footies, who is, yeah, as someone said earlier, the one of the best players in the game at the moment, I think. And the summer stars, Neymar 99, who I got out of my fifth one of those potentially slightly broken foot champs upgrade packs i'd saved a lot of foot champs players so that worked out quite well so yeah that's the team just it's a ton of fun and actually as as people have said kept me playing probably longer than i expected because of i don't know i guess it's been a new experience playing with so many five star five star players and the rondinho purchase means a bit a bit more uh, free about spending coins on players and things although I've actually sustained a decent coin total and may, if he drops enough, adds a little team of the season Mbappe in there as he'll go back into packs and it give me the opportunity maybe to pick him up for cheap. But that is where we wrap up this part one of the Foot 21 Awards. On the second episode, we will have things like their Foot Nemesis and what they'd like to see from FIFA 22 from a content perspective and how this year's gone. Loads more chat on that podcast, which will be out next week. And it's actually already out. Uh, these were put together on the supporter feed nice and early for people. And you can catch a foot information podcast breaking down the much misunderstood work rate and what you should be looking at when you're picking players for different positions on the pitch. If you'd like to check that out and get double the podcast action every single month, then you can do that from just £3 a month. Support the pod, keep it going over at BIT dot ly slash more pods that's bit.ly slash more pod right a huge thank you to those supporters for keeping the pod going and to those icon patrons dave b dj fifa player coach fast hugh j thomas alan g alistair martin m jordan matt l chris w david s liam b reese a harry p sam b adam g neil p jake g robbie s jake s damon h Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Nishant, Dougie, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, At Pace of a Tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H and Savage P plus a special thanks to Luke M Dave B Nick V Hugh J Tom M Darren W and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance now that you've taken on that big job you shouldn't have to settle for the big box you've earned a trip to Northern Tool and we're ready for the details 
We know all about the little things that make the biggest difference. Maybe that's why they call us a problem solver's paradise. From pressure washers to power tools, pallet jacks to push carts, Northern Tool and Equipment carries the brands you depend on, like Northstar, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Strongway. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.